0: I need it, they become, become the pulse of
1: the revolution, in
0: the ranks of the masses rising. Get up, get up your voices, I need it, become, become the pulse
1: of the revolution. Greetings everyone, this is a call to actions, and I am your host, Bobby Vaughn Jr. He's hanging out over here in Westlake, Ohio right now. Today I got my best friend, Um uh, we met we met in kindergarten, and we've just uh, we've hung out ever since, uh, Stephen Harris. How's it going? All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. We just couldn't stop skating and scooting together.
0: Or well, just hanging out.
1: Yeah. Seriously hanging out in the in the garage you, you remember the uh, the spider like the, the spider web net thing that you had it was like a branch off of a tree
0: it was a wide stick at the end like the shape of a y yeah and i collected all the cobwebs and spiderwebs in the rafters or the i guess not the rafters but yeah in the exposed ceiling in the garage everywhere in the garage for that
1: matter yeah man i remember that I'll never forget that it made me uncomfortable when I had to, when I slept in the garage because I always felt like there could be a spider lurking inside of that thing because it was wound with with webbing just
0: it was pushing three eighths of an inch <laughs> it was pushing a quarter inch I don't know it was pushing a lot a lot of thickness of spider web that was collected. Yeah. I don't know of anyone else who ever collected spiderwebs, so no, I have nothing to compare. It
1: to. No. Anyways, Stephen is a certified investigator, uh, and we're going to be reviewing this new report that came out entitled Biological Research and Self-Driving Labs in Deep Space Supported by Artificial Intelligence. I believe this is for view number three and we're going to start on page two in the chapter entitled Automated Experiments in Space Supported by AI, right, yeah, and um, we're just going to let it all go. Um first of all, l- let me put this in. I-, I don't support this type of funding for research <laughs> and development. I think it's uh it's too much. I think these people who think that they're becoming, you know, more than human, uh just need to just chill out and stop uh Stop asking asking us for all their money their tax dollars. right? I also, I was gonna say sequestering money or panhandling. they need to stop panhandling. Um, but you know there's a difference between panhandling out on the streets and then doing it legally through uh, corporations, right, Stephen? There is, and yeah. What's what's it called when you? Do you know? Do you remember what it's called when you, when you panhandle through government? What's it called? Like, it's not lobbying. It's
0: uh. Well, the, the good thing about this show tonight slash this podcast today, yeah, is that you brought someone who knows nothing about probably any of the subjects you have to talk about. But I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I would oh, yeah, have said lobbying. I've idea. Yeah, but it's also called the lottery. Yeah, because that's that's a way of getting funds because they just coax everyone into paying into a lottery, win big, win big, and then they tax it big time to just get free money essentially. So,
1: pretty much, yeah. Join a government agency or or a contracted corporation of a government agency, and it's like, yeah, pretty much you can solicit. Uh, that was a word I was looking for, so- oh. solicitors. <laughs> no better than the solicitors over at BP back in the day.
0: What would they do at BP?
1: The solicitors at BP, they would smoke cigarettes and ask people for money for booze.
0: Oh, my. The nerve. You remember? All
1: right, stop shopping at Hot Topic. Up in here, you said. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna continue our audio investigation into this paper, an ethics review. Automated experiments in space supported by AI Space biology research and data analysis have benefited from innovations in increasingly efficient and sensitive research technologies. In the broader field of biological research, next-generation sequencing platforms, big data frameworks, and computational libraries for data storage processing and analysis have led to the ability to conduct groundbreaking clinical studies with multi-omics data collected across thousands of samples. Recent recent innovations in technologies such as single cell sequencing exome sequencing, cell-free nucleic acid sequencing, spatial transcriptomics and nanopore sequencing have greatly broadened the potential for longitudinal characterization of cellular and genomic dynamics. Okay, let me take a break right there. Hold on.
0: Are we taking a break to duck-duck-go to every every word you use there
1: <laughs> no no just how they they were using they said next generation sequencing platforms next generation sequencing platforms 36 okay hit the references 36 see where that came from Hold up. next generation oh that's uh, Stevens ZD at al. big data astronomical or genomical is it is it astronomical or genomical so here's a question are they trying to create new creatures for space that's what it sounds like to me anyway goodness. Anything to say yet on
0: that? I think the word is outside my purview, whatever that means, whatever people say it. Okay. However, uh, it it seems to me that they're just looking for a, a way of data sequencing or genome sequencing, I guess you could call it, and whatever it is they use that for.
1: For space research, and but remember, this is so. This is automated by a machine, and it's all done by a machine. Would you? Wouldn't? No, I wouldn't want that done. Well,
0: isn't that the same as twenty-three in me or whatever, where you spit in the tube and you send it in? Like, haven't they gotten to a point where they're basically plugging that in a computer, and the computer recognizes? You know the. Um, Ancestry of it, and then they just simply plug-and-play mm. So I guess they're looking for a space related to 23andMe for Sequencing whatever the heck they find in space.
1: That's an interesting take
0: Beyond my realm.
1: No, it's not once you're involved. There's no way out Anyways Findings derived from space-flown experiments leveraging these technologies include ocular, retinal alterations, liver dysfunction, microRNA signatures, mitochondrial stress, gut microbiome alterations, and, and alternative splicing in space-grown plants, which could be really anything. Uh, And alternative splicing in space-grown plants. Because they're out of the jurisdiction of Earth, they can just create any type of plant that they want,
0: right? That's what I would have um, concluded, I suppose. Right. Because basically...
1: Because we have ethics over here.
0: Well, what they're saying is in space we can we can do this, or we've done this to plants in space. Don't tell me what they've done to humans in space. You know, the ones without social security numbers and such.
1: Right. Whoa.
0: The lab-grown people.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, space-grown plants, you know, they, they don't have any uh, problem writing that down. Just replace plants with space-grown people, or space-grown humans and then stamp it top secret, right?
0: Very well. Again, maybe you could refer to DuckDuckGo and see the definition of human. Maybe a definition of a human being, <laughs> being born on Earth. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, duck, duck. Maybe
0: if they're conceived and or born yeah, duck, outside duck. of Earth's atmosphere. DuckDuckGo is,
1: is a good search engine.
0: I heard it was compromised, but what do I know?
1: Yeah, that's probably what the competitors wanted everyone to think. Metager is good too. Metager, M-E-T-A-G-E-R. Anyways, alright. However, it is difficult to leverage these technologies to their full potential in space, where workforce and resources are extremely limited. Most experimentation in space is expensive time-consuming and not automated. This results in small experiments with few samples and replicates and high levels of variability due to differing sample handling procedures. All right. The, the, you know, the people writing this, they select their words when they're writing it. And when they chose the word replicates, that's kind of suspect to me.
0: Well, given your study of clones and the different things you've exposed, and as far as it goes to human replication, oh. is there another word? For-
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have nice to have another dude. Think, think, thanks for being there, Steven. Just answering the phone, man. Yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah, (laughs) beaver. All right. This makes AI and ML, which is machine learning. Most of the the population is now just getting used to hearing uh, the... Acronym AI, artificial intelligence, and in becoming socially conditioned to artificial intelligence. Most are not uh, familiar with the another acronym ML, which is machine learning. Which when you when when you put AI and ML together, you create a general artificial intelligence, which is a A synthetic life form, pretty much. Analysis of current sp- space biological data difficult as the models become underdetermined and overfitted to the training data due to high dimensionality, tens of thousands of variables compared to tens of hundreds of data points, and technical batch. Make it challenging to combine data sets to gather high sample numbers. Workshop participants agreed that a comprehensive effort to streamline and automate streamline and automate biological experimentation in space is needed to generate large-scale, high-quality AI-ready, reproducible data. Stephen, are you hearing this? I am. Reproducible data sets required to meaningfully expand and validate our scientific understanding and knowledge base. That that just, I feel like like my eyes were just scraped, scraped like by the machine just reading that. Workshop participants agreed that a comprehensive effort to streamline and automate biological experimentation in space is needed to generate large-scale, high-quality, AI-ready reproducible data sets required to meaningfully expand and validate our scientific understanding and knowledge base. Here we define AI-ready to mean a data set that can be used to train AI and machine learning models without further pre-processing except that which may be uniquely required for model architecture. Okay, the wording, the wording here is interesting to me. Except there's an exception, that which may be uniquely required for model architecture. Get ready. Hmm. Any thoughts, Sue?
0: I have to reread the sentence in order to understand it. See, you know you have all these experts that you interview, you have all these people in the know come on the show. This is this is the layman as it gets.
1: I guess. Hopefully it stokes your interest.
0: To the extent that I can understand it, sure.
1: Yeah, well, as a certified investigator.
0: Well, you know what science ends up doing in my eyes? What's that? It's that big big last long sentence. We redefine the AI it can be used to train AI, unless it needs to be trained otherwise. It's, it, they, they take very common sense things and they make them sound very smart. Yeah. And in other words, if the computer don't know, then we'll make it know later. Is how that reads <laughs> to me.
1: If <laughs> the computer don't know, make it know later.
0: Yeah, like in other words, you know, just, just simply that. Like, okay, we're looking for really high-tech stuff, and when it's not high-tech enough in the field that we need, we'll uniquely make it that way, okay? Mm. Um, yeah, you guys have fun with that.
1: Yeah, I don't think it'll be a fun job. Um, anyways, one more section here. Current terrestrial automated science on earth basic molecular biology tasks such as pipetting, pipetting, sequencing library preparation cell culture maintenance, they're considering this basic current terrestrial automated science alright so this is automated on earth basic molecular bi- biology tasks such as such as pipetting. Sequencing library preparation, cell cell culture maintenance, microscopy, quantitative phenotyping, and behavioral change detection have already been automated in a variety of platforms. What the? F- what the? That upsets me. I thought they're. Well, if,
0: it's, if it's basic, why wouldn't it be? That's how it. That's how it goes. They start at the lower level. That's why they want to get rid of the McDonald's workers. They, they first outfit the store within a cashier that's automated, and then they'll go to the manager, and who knows, the maintenance workers who knows, you know, the droids.
1: Right. Mm. Sheesh. Biofoundries apply high-throughput. Laboratory automation to generate thousands of strain constructs and DNA assemblies per week. Biofoundries. Where are these biofoundries?
0: I don't even know what a biofoundry is. Would that be similar to a steel foundry?
1: Yes. These advances now enable robust technical reproducibility across experiments allowing researchers to isolate only the effects of relevant biological independent variables however these platforms still require a great deal of personnel operation and hands-on time. Ideally a fully automated experimental system for spaceborne research will integrate multiple robotic functions for example pivoting Pipeting, whatever they call it in there, uh, cell culture, microscopy, photo capture and analysis, phenotyping, cell lysis, and nucleic acid isolation, library preparation, sequencing, and data analysis. But you know what? They don't have any emotions, and they won't be able to talk to their coworkers. You know, workers lo- on what they see. Do they agree or do they not agree? with what is going on, it's just automated and it's doing what it was programmed to do.
0: Well, with the acceleration of time, even though it says we still require a great deal of personnel to operate the the operation, um, with the acceleration mm-hmm. of time, it'll be a less amount of time than it would have been had it been a while ago, Ben. So, in other words, layman's terms, uh, it seems, sure, that that may be the way that they're going, but as of now, there's still going to be human integration, but their ideal goal is to not have as many humans running. So you have to worry about the ethics or lack of ethics that what AI and or computers have or don't have programmed into them
1: when they're just creating these uh, these things in space the only human input required should be the initial according to the paper hold on the only human input required should be the initial setup of experimental parameters and the command to begin experimentation and system requested input when unexpected when unexpected experimental outcomes are observed unexpected experimental outcomes that is something like a mutation or a leak wow unexpected experimental outcomes that that's the that's the the phrase they use unexpected I What's that?
0: I'm sorry. I always wonder, like, if they're experimenting with any kind of, you know, things in bio labs, as we were told during right. COVID, you know, and in, in relation to that stuff. And you can tell how educated I am because I use the word stuff. But... I'm uh, with like, you. Well, the, the oxygen that they expose these different things to in bio labs in space... Mm-hmm. Would it be different once it's exposed to a different level of oxygen, say on space? Would it either die or would it or would it possibly become stronger? Because, for example, it breathed really good air and then it came down and basically got sick because it couldn't breathe as good of an air and therefore had to adapt and become stronger.
1: Right. Like you, that old
0: adage of you break a bone, it's only stronger.
1: Well you're refer yeah, you're referring to an entity that would be born in space and then come down to Earth and try to breathe our air and it would get sick because it's so polluted. Right?
0: Yes. But specifically saying what if it mutated to be a better version of itself only because it got sick and then...
1: And was able to adapt to Earth, maybe.
0: Yes, got better.
1: Yeah, well, the possibility that uh, even a human that was born in space, yeah, or, um, or a genetically modified creature with, uh, you know, mostly human um, genes uh, being born in space and coming to Earth is, is not actually too far out um, when reading what they have up their sleeve. You know what I'm saying, Bream? Yes. Yeah. Let me just wrap up where we left off. The new domain of cloud laboratories for automated science such as Emerald Cloud Lab Provides facilities to researchers who design and run experiments through an application programming interface. Did you get that? That's Emerald Cloud Lab. Alright. Makes me nauseous just thinking about it. Next section. Current and potential spaceflight. Automated science. At present, there is limited automation for biological data collection and analysis in spaceflight, although progress has been made. This is particularly seen in automating spaceborne biological image acquisition. For example, a real-time multi-fluorescence cell culture microscope was established on the International Space Station, and Arabidopsis. Uh, Hold on. Responsive to microgravity was live... Is this on the same page? Yes. And Arabidopsis responsive to microgravity, was live imaged by confocal mic- microscopy. It just didn't look like it was, was done well there. Anyways, a recent deep learning approach for automated cell segmentation based on crowdsource annotation libraries could be leveraged to greatly expedite in situ deep space knowledge discovery. One possibility for artificial intelligence and machine learning and automation in space would be to move from the current manual analysis of International Space Station rodent behavioral video to an machine learning based analysis of ambulatory sensorimodal and behavioral spaceflight effects There's a period right there um, Machine learning based analysis of ambulatory sensor, modal, and behavioral space flight effects of what, of what Stephen? The rodents? I wouldn't think so. I think that would be humans. Another possibility would be to leverage natural language processing with vision transformer models to develop platforms for automatic real-time image descriptions and labeling. Another area of expanding automated automated artificial intelligence as opposed to just AI automated artificial intelligence and machine learning data capture analysis in spaceflight is ocular retinal imaging. IDXDR an AI enabled analysis platform for detection of diabetic retinopathy and retinal images is a Food and Drug Administration approved AI based method already. This indicates potential feasibility of AI based methods Okay. So they they use so they use diabetics as the first um, lab rats for their uh AI and machine learning. See that?
0: Yeah, I I think it's just simply scanning an eyeball basically with a camera. You know, while while it has its perks, it also has its, you know, pros and cons. You know, what's an opposite of a perk? I don't use that word, I guess. <laughs> Right. And as it's cons, in other words. Yes. But you know, if I had to sit here and say, well I think finding I think finding that someone has a bad disease with a cam with a camera looking at their eye is unethical. I, I think I probably wouldn't say that.
1: No. No. Not necessarily. <laughs> But well, it's
0: just like anything, you know, YouTube was small and awesome and you could look up crazy something or another and, and then you start to see the guy in the basement. You start and to then see then it goes basement. grows big and corporate conglomerate, is what it is. So yeah, you know, you see something that just simply uh scans the retina and tells you whether you not you have a bad disease, and then in time we're gonna have something that scans the retina and says you're going to be XYZ when you're older, based on nothing that we know right now. But anyway. Hmm.
1: Well, it's kind of, kind of interesting that you said X, Y, and Z. Um, because, like, you know, retina scanning, and that made me think about chromosomes. You know, X and Y chromosomes. Where, uh... I'm pretty... Pre- man, don't judge me on this one, alright? i right, I'm, I'm testing myself. I'm pretty sure a man is an X and Y chromosome, and have X and Y chromosomes, and the females have two, uh, two X chromosomes, right? I don't remember. Pretty sure, yeah, The the only way I can remember that is, like, I think of the Y as the dude having a wiener, that's it, that's the only way I can remember it, and then, like, X and X is like, okay, um... The female has her body parts, X and X. You know, X. Anyway, yeah, I'm not getting explicit. Kind of like PG thirteen up in here.
0: Anyway, my my comment didn't have to do with anything with with gender, Bobby. It had to do with I don't see the problem with them finding things using AI for the betterment of humankind. And I would never say for for our security. I don't like that term. But for the betterment of finding out someone's health problems. So I saw something, you know, of course source on that, what's your source on that? I saw something that said AI is able to determine whether or not someone has a disease and I can't remember, I wanna say it was cancer based on x-rays alone. I can't remember what the disease was, but of course, you know, I get my sources and news from the headline alone. You don't have to read the rest of the article, actually, most of the time if you didn't know that. But anyway. Oh, no, that's
1: where all the good stuff is, is is when you, when you read the article, that's where all the good stuff is, man.
0: No, the meat and potatoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where were we, Brain?
0: We were at the part where it talked about retinal scans for... I have to get back to the document, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, current and potential spaceflight automated science. I think that's where we were. Hold on.
0: It's the top of page. Hold on. (laughs) The top of page three.
1: No. Anyways, if you look at the. You look at the. Man, the images on this you see the different tiers of research and development of which these intersite um including you know various NASA and national security sites uh, and the name of national security are using whole organisms cells organs and molecules whole organisms and they're obviously is a picture of a human being. multi hierarchical levels of space biological research and data. Space biology research seeks to characterize the effects of space flight on living systems across hierarchical biological levels. Our current understanding of the biological response to space flight incorporates multiple types of evidence at the cellular tissue and this is this is the one that I really like the whole organism level and the whole organism you look at the, the photograph the picture no, no it's not a photograph <laughs> it's, a, it's a figure of a human being and we we were just talking about they were they were claiming they were using rats in space right so with this paper the whole organism we have proof that with whole organism research they plan on using human beings right there you see it right stephen
0: in the figure 1 correct multi hierarchical yes. me, hierarchical yes. levels yes yes the whole
1: organism that's not it's not a mouse that's a human
0: and they're at the top of the tier
1: yes but, th- but that is a human for research that they plan that they plan on using
0: well no different than any of your other studies, podcasts, and whistleblowers where do they start? they always start with some sort of experimentation well we gotta find out the hard way we'll just alter the log books and have the whistleblowers come out later and we'll just deny, deny, deny until they're dead
1: uh what do you what do you think about this?
0: Uh I think they're gonna have people lined up to go because they're gonna paint it as a as a trip to Mars or a trip to space simply.
1: But when actually they're participating in a massive experiment.
0: Yes. And Which they- again, you know, they'll they'll preface it with the betterment of humankind and won't say mankind, because that's probably not correct anymore. But yeah, they'll preface it with saying you know do this for the betterment of those that follow you, which is a is a good thing, but they'll preface it that way, and then they'll be subject to who knows what
1: all humans
0: an injection who knows a, uh, odd which,
1: whichever ones are you know whichever ones are you know good and ready um uh, or whichever ones are you know just like on on the outskirts and just waiting waiting for the next bait they're trying to pull them in you see whole whole organisms there I think that's a good part to, to end this podcast and we will continue in a couple of days because it's pretty easy when you're reading from a document. Right, Mr. Yes. Mr. Investigator?
0: Yeah, minus, I didn't realize you were gonna read the part about the diagram and I looked all over for where you were reading, but that's all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Eat more plants. Remember, animals have feelings too. God bless. From a call to actions. Steven, you want to give any shout-outs to anybody uh, that would be listening to this?
0: Um, how about just to your listeners in general? If you're listening to my buddy Bobby, and I really appreciate your time. And I appreciate your loyalty to his podcast. It's a pretty sick thing to have people that follow a friend of mine from childhood. It's clear he doesn't have millions and millions of followers. So as he likes to say, if you're listening to this, you are the resistance.
1: Oh, yeah. The good, secure, all the powerful. Yeah.
0: We are the Marines. <laughs> I don't think that's their slogan, though. It's the few... The Army of One.
1: What about an army of none?
0: Isn't that a video game?
1: I I think that was an old... Punk rock... It had to be. An old punk rock band from back in Metropolis, Illinois. Army of None. Yeah. (laughs) They had a few songs. Metro song, surf song, and I think... The other one you find it on archive.org, it's the only way you'll find it. Um, What was the other one? Um, Oh, fuck, Masonry! All right, and I will end it with that. God bless, Bream. I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, and you, my child. Please excuse my uh, my rash language there uh, at the end. I'm a I'm a I'm a professional man, but That's some okay. things some things make me upset. Same. And, and I, an I'm, I'm I'm so sick and tired of the of of these. You know, the the the, ba- the real villains are the ones that lurk. and have been lurking. And if we don't dig deep, we're not going to find them.
0: No, you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep digging.
0: All right, Yavi.
1: All right, Investigator Bream.
0: We'll talk at
1: you. I'll. I'll send you some squirrels.
0: Alrighty then.
1: Alright, man. Nice talking with you, Chipmunk.
0: Alright, Squeaker, we'll talk at you.
1: Alright. Yeah. Hang in there, Beaver.
0: As well, Bup, dude.
1: Bup.